Good morning, everyone. This is Reverend Essie of New Birth Ministries of Western Pennsylvania, and I am coming to you on a chilly Wednesday morning, January 19, 2022. We just had about six inches to nine inches of snow over here, and it has settled, and it is gorgeous, but it is cold. <laughs> it is cold. Hallelujah. And I pray that everybody out there has heat. Uh, pray for all the ones who don't have a place to stay in this kind of weather. Pray for the animals that get abused and are left outside in this kind of weather. Amen. Because you know it happens. There are people who just, you know, do those kind of things. And uh, some do it out of youth because they're young. And some do it because they're just, they just don't know any better. Or selfish and don't care about anybody or anything else. You know what I mean? So um, I wanted to come to you today about um, Deuteronomy 8. God showed me a dream last night. And I want to share this dream with you somewhat, okay? Um, I had a dream that I was in a big church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, um, a well-known church there, and they had invited me and my daughter to the church, and they were having some kind of little... Uh, I don't know what to call it, like where you sell things or whatever, you know, down in the basement and everybody has their own little stations and you buy whatever you want. And there was all kind of food there, food galore. And usually when you dream about food, that is some, you're getting ready to go through some kind of um, uh, like a wedding or something, some kind of celebratory uh, action in your life. And my daughter kept going from table to table and she loves food and she was asking me to buy things, buy this, buy that. And I saw corn. Um, I bought a lot of uh, ears of corn and cake and all kind of stuff. And then we went upstairs and it was time to start the program. There was a lot of people there. I'd say maybe five, four, 350 to 500 people. And my daughter and I had boxes, two or three boxes, and it was full of money, loose money. It was full of loose money, which was really cool. The money was just floating all over the place. And they asked me to speak. And I remember trying to push the money down in the boxes so no one would, it wouldn't attract attention. And I remember going through the pews and, you know, saying, excuse me, excuse me. And I went up front and I went up in a pulpit and there were other people sitting there and they, they wanted me to preach. And um, I remember thinking, oops, I left my Bible down in the pews. And I didn't want to look unprofessional. Uh, so I just, I, I said, well, maybe if I get them to pray and while their heads are down, I can go get my Bible, you know? So I told everybody, I, I walked around on a, on a pulpit a little bit and I, I had my hands, I was you know, rubbing my hands together and uh, in nervousness. And I remember telling everybody, let's bow our heads and pray. And everybody, everybody bowed their heads and everybody, you know, were, were, began to pray. And I remember thinking, let me go see if I can get my Bible while their heads are down. And I went down to where my daughter was sitting with the boxes of money. And I went down to get the Bible, but I couldn't find it in time. I, so I just, I gave up. I gave up. I, I didn't want to take out too many, too many more seconds, right? Uh, how long can you have people pray, right? And I went back into the uh, pulpit and I remember I said, amen or whatever. And everybody lifted their heads. and. Then I woke up, either I woke up or I went to another dream. You know how we go from dream to dream or whatever. So that was it. And I was thinking about that this morning. 
And I do believe that it had something to do with a blessing. I believe, and, and, and when I when this happens to me, I like to prophesy and, and tell other people good things are coming because that's what gospel means. Gospel means good news. When you're preaching the gospel, you're preaching the good news to people, not, not uh, blues, you know, um, hell and blues. You're preaching good news. Amen. <laughs> you know, um, and I believe it's not just for me. I believe it's for a, a, lot, a few of you other ones out there. But here, I, I believe this is the message God, I prayed, I prayed over it and everything, and I believe this is the message that God is sending us. He's about to bless his children so well, it's going to knock your socks off, amen, so to speak. And it's going to blow the enemy's mind. In the end times, God's people will do better. We will get persecuted more, yes. No, no Christian is exempt from persecution. Okay, if you say you are, you're saying you're better than Jesus. Amen. And you're denying the power of the Christ. But I believe God is getting ready to bless you. Whoever's listening to this, you've been going through financial problems, problems of the heart, family, health problems. And there's certain things that you just can't tell anybody and you don't know who to trust. But God is saying he's getting ready to bless you so much that you're going to have to give him credit for it because everybody's going to know there's no way you did it yourself. Amen. Amen. But you hate to put a butt in there, but I do believe let's go to Deuteronomy eight. And I'm going to tell you what I think God, I believe not think from my flesh, but I believe in my heart and my spirit. This is what God is telling us all. Deuteronomy eight. I will start with, um, and I believe the message is letting us know, don't get caught unprepared as well. Amen. Mm, it's all good, y'all. <laughs> I'll start with uh, 10. I'll start with four. Deuteronomy 18, verse four. And it says, thy raiment wax not old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell these 40 years. Thou shalt also consider in their heart that as a man chastens his son, so the Lord thy God chastens you. Therefore, thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks and of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, vines, fig trees, and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive, and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness, thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills thou mayst dig, dig brass. When thou hast eaten and are full, listen to uh, uh, verse 10, Deuteronomy uh, 8.10, when thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land for which he has given you. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein, and when your herds and flocks multiply and the silver and your gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up and thou forget 
the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led thee through the great and terrible wilderness wherein are fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, scorpions and drought, where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of Flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, and he might humble thee and he might prove thee to do thee good at the latter end. God is reminding Israel how he looked at the things I did for you. Don't forget me. I fed you when you were hungry. I gave you food when you were in the wilderness and you're, nobody even knew what it was. In fact, manna means, what is it? <laughs> what is it? Amen. That's what manna means. And God is saying, I took care of you. You wanted for nothing. Um, and then it goes on in verse 17 to say, and thou say in thine heart, my power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth. This is horrible for people to say. I pulled myself up by my own bootstraps. I'm a loner. I, I, I've been on my own for years. I never need help. Hey, we all need help. We all need somebody. Okay, no man is an island and no man stands alone. We all need somebody. Yes, everybody has different personalities, different idiosyncrasies, and some things you like and some things you don't like. Some people gossip. Some people are, are too timid. Some people are too forceful. Some people think they're the kings and queens of everything, and they look down their nose. Yeah, we all have our different personalities, but we all need each other. If you watch The Chosen, not that I'm pulling the plug here for him, but it's awesome. If you watch The Chosen by Dallas Jenkins that is running right now, people are paying. They like it so much they're paying for the next episodes, every episode. They pay, pay it forth, uh, forward, as you might have heard. But it shows the different personalities. That's one of the main things I like about the show. It shows the different personalities and the things that each apostle and disciple went through while they were with Jesus. Not saying that that's exactly what happened, but they were human, guys. They were like, you. imagine you and me being with Jesus. What would it be like? <laughs> imagine you not liking me by the way I talk and I don't like you because you're too forceful. This is what the, watch the chosen when you get a chance. You can uh, watch it on YouTube. Or um, this angel, there's a channel called Angel. You can download it to your uh, telephone and watch the, the episodes and you will fall in love. He did a beautiful job of uh, the people that were him, him and the people that help him and work with him. They did a beautiful job of this show. He calls it a show. So he's letting people know, no, I'm not saying this is really what happened to Jesus. I'm just trying to take you there a little bit. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. But we need each other. Matthew and in Matthew and 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 um and Peter had a little tiff going on there, you know. And people got to realize there would be something going on between the apostles and everything because Matthew was a tax collector. People hated tax collectors. Matthew turned his back on his own people to collect money from them. Matthew was rich. The Romans paid him well. He had a beautiful home, beautiful clothes. You can only imagine Matthew wanted for nothing, and he left it all for Jesus. And then you got Peter, big mouth Peter, so they say, forgive me, Peter, because <laughs> Peter was awesome. You know, Peter didn't take no mess, though. He was a fisherman. He was a strong fisherman, most likely built strong, pulling those fishing. You got to have some muscles on you, right? And 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 and, and Peter and, and Andrew and all of them, they, they probably didn't really like Matthew all that much at first because he went against his own people. 
How would you feel? See what I'm saying? So we all have our own characters, our own problems, but we need each other. We got to overlook the, the outside. Like, like God told Samuel when Samuel looked at David, he said, surely this isn't the one. And God said, I look on the inside. You look on the outside, but I look on the inside. Amen. And thank God, thank the Lord that he does look on the inside. Amen. But watch this. Deuteronomy 8, 18. I love this so much. I put a little seed on it and taped it that I received from one of my preachers in the mail. I love that kind of stuff, right? And it says, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. Amen. Amen. And it goes on to say, and it shall be, if thou do it all, forget the Lord thy God and walk after other little G's, okay, gods with little G, and serve them and worship them. I testify against you this day that you shall surely perish. Does anybody need verse 20? <laughs> yeah, you know, do we need verse 20? Right, here we go, verse 20. And it says, as the nations which the Lord destroyed before your face, so shall ye perish, because you would not be obedient unto the voice of the, the voice, the voice, the voice, the voice. You hear that? Amen. Of the Lord your God. So I will end this by saying to you, God is about, I in fact, Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The power is within us, and I'm going to exercise it right now. I decree and I declare in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, that you are about to get blessed so much that people will know that God's hand is on you, your household, your family, your health, your finances are about to get blessed, your job, the land that you live on is about to get blessed, your neighborhood is about to get blessed because you're there. Planes will not go down because you're on them. Buildings will not burn because you're in them. Hallelujah, your job, your, your business will do good because you're in it. You work there. You are the kings and the queens of the most high God. You are the family, the sibling of Jesus Christ. He's, the, he's our big brother, the oldest one in the family of God. Amen. You are not lucky. You are blessed. The Holy Spirit lives within you. You are the new ark. You are kings. You are queens. You are the apple of God's eye. Amen. You are going to be blessed sooner than you think. You, God's going to start blessing you by the end of this week. You'll begin to see, and this is what, January 19th, 2022, Wednesday, you will begin to see little inklings of things coming into your life. A little line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little and there a little, you are going to be blessed. Amen. So whenever the evil one comes up against you and tries to put things in your mind and make you think you're nothing, you you just want to be something. You're trying to be, you're trying to be something that you're not. You rebuke, do like Michael did. I think with a, with a, with a June in, in Jude, the book of Jude, Michael said, the Lord rebuke you. He didn't argue with the devil. Don't argue with the devil. Don't try to out talk the devil. Don't try to you know, talk to, don't be a chatterbox with the devil. Just say the Lord rebuke you. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Get out of here and leave me alone. Amen. If you, if you read the Bible, Jesus even told the devil, he told the demons, he said, shut up and come out of him. There is a scripture. If you would like, write me at, at essie at revissy.com, email me, 
And I'll show you where it's at. Jesus told them, when you say it in our language and not hither, thither, thus and thous, Jesus said, shut up and come out of him. And the devil left. And guess what? Guess who else can do that? You can. Amen. So that is my message for today. Um, I'm glad. And listen, I'm glad you guys listened to this. I'm so happy that people are beginning to really listen to this and, and enjoy it. I, I want you to enjoy listening to me expound on the word of God through his Holy Spirit. Amen. And and through I use personal testimonies and, and things like that. And I don't use it as a uh, whooping block, you know, where you just take somebody's name and just beat it to death. <laughs> I preach the word. I preach gospel. Amen. Um, so I, I really appreciate you. And if you would like to um, back me up financially or whatever, you want to donate, I'm not saying you have to, but it would be nice. You know, you could just uh, cash out me at uh, the dollar sign as they, they put in the front, the dollar sign, and then Esther, E-S-T-H-E-R, and then the, the initial R, and then my last name, Scott. Dollar sign Esther R. Scott. And when you cash out me, it goes instantly to my bank. And as soon as I see it, I will uh, make sure you give me your email. Okay. And I will send you back a 501c3 uh, uh, <laughs> uh, receipt for your gift. And you could use it for your taxes. How's that? God is God good or what? Amen. Be a blessing to me, and I'll be a blessing to you. God is good. Reverend Essie signing off. To God be the glory for the things he has done. Amen. And enjoy your week.